0: Welcome to the principles of success and today we are talking about the fear of failure and false belief This episode is brought to you by Shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing However, you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage No matter what stage you're in Shopify's there to help you grow Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. So first off, why are we talking about the fear of failure and false beliefs when it comes to relationships? Well, if you're afraid, you're not going to talk to people. If you're afraid, you're not going to ask for the sale. If you're afraid, you aren't going to ask the girl out. If you're afraid, you're not going to be able to demonstrate to the girl why she should... Uh, except you asking her out. If you're afraid, you're going to act too standoffish, and the guy's going to think you're not interested. And then there's the whole beliefs. Beliefs create action. And the beliefs create your fear. If you are afraid that, or if you believe that you don't deserve love, how are you going to find love? If you believe that you are a terrible salesman, (laughs) uh, you probably aren't going to make the sale. You aren't going to make the friends. You aren't going to... If you don't believe that relationships are important, you're not going to make relationships. You're not going to make friends. You're not going to network. So let's talk about why are you afraid? First off, some people are just naturally shyer than others. I was naturally one of the shyest people ever. But anyone can work on being more sociable. And anyone can work on their fear of failure. You might not be shy at all. You might be one of the most social people ever. But you're afraid of asking for the sale. You might not believe that you deserve success. And maybe something bad happened to you. A great story my mom gave me was my dad really had a hard time getting going in talking to people about the pursuits that they're interested in. Because one time his coworker snapped at him when he was trying to talk about it or something previous. Maybe you're afraid to get into a relationship because the last one really hurt you bad. There's all sorts of reasons why people are afraid and are afraid to fail. It's your job to figure out why it is for your own personal case and then work on overcoming that justification. A child made it up. Something bad happened when you were a child or a younger version of you, And so now you're afraid. And you need to question that belief. Most people are not mean. Most people are not horrible human beings who just want to point and laugh at you when you ask a girl out. Most people are not going to yell at you when you ask to try and do business with them. So now let's talk about why you should overcome the fear of failure. One. You're gonna miss out. She might have liked you. But because you were afraid to try, you failed and you lost her. Or you failed and lost the business. Two. You need to practice being a complete and utter loser. You need to ask the girl out. You need to ask a hundred girls out. As you work on developing your skills of asking for the sale, asking the girl out, asking and failing, uh, overcoming fear of failure, when the opportunity comes, you're going to be much more prepared for it. If you were a pitcher and you were only going to pitch for Brad, I don't know any baseball batter's names. And Brad is your arch nemesis. You're going to beat Brad. You're going to strike him out. Or maybe it's Susie, and Susie's so pretty, and you are only going to ask Susie out. Well, one, that's kind of creepy. And two, wouldn't it be a whole lot easier if you just got really good, and then when the opportunity came up for you to ask them, or or strike them out, or ask for the sale, then it's a piece of cake, because you've been Pitching hundreds of times. You're ready. It's just another pitch for you. And yes, Brad is going out. Next, it provides you with growth. It'll toughen you up. Getting rejected over and over and over again makes you a little less prone to the agony of being rejected, whether it's dating, sales, whatever. And let's talk about dating again. There is only, guys, there is only three possible outcomes from you asking a girl out. And your different beliefs will interfere with it. The first one is, you think she likes you, and she does like you. Woo! Victory. Next one is, you think she doesn't like you, and she does like you. Well, then you lose. Because you don't think she likes you, so you don't try, or you act weird or something, and so you fail. And then the next one is, you think she likes you, but she doesn't like you. She will let you know. And then I guess the fourth one is you don't like her, she doesn't like you, big whoop. Only one of those ends in success, the other three end in a no. So unless you assume that she likes you, unless you assume the client wants to do business with you, if you are, we're talking about false beliefs again, if you assume that they don't, if you assume that they dislike you, that they think you're lame and you're stupid and you don't know what you're talking about, or you're not charismatic, well then you're going to fail. The only chance you have of success is if you assume that they want you, whether it's you relationship or dating-wise or business-wise. Because belief precedes action. You won't ask for the date for the sale unless you believe that they will say yes. And you will miss every shot you don't take. And then lastly, action builds confidence. You are going to get rejected over and over and over again. But I feel so much better about myself when I actually ask then when I'm like, they're just going to say no anyway. And then I go home and I beat myself up because I'm a loser and, don't, and couldn't even muster up the courage to go ask them. And that actually goes into a later point, but I'll go ahead and bring it up now. Be kind to yourself. You went and talked to the person. Maybe you didn't even ask them. Maybe you just went up and said, hi. Who has the confidence to do that? Maybe you gave them your business card or got their number and ran away like a little chicken. Who has the confidence to do that? Maybe you actually asked them out on a date and then were so inside your head that you failed miserably. Hey, you had the confidence to actually ask somebody out. Who has the confidence to do that? So be compassionate to yourself. Be kind to yourself. And as you work on overcoming this, these false beliefs and fears of failure, you are going to be able to clear up the bandwidth of your mind. When you're not... Anxious and thinking all over your head, having your thoughts run a million miles a minute, your brain works better. You're able to sound more confident, talk more, be more charismatic, actually ask for the sale. Because as you get over these fears, these false beliefs, you will be more confident. And when you're more confident, you have more bandwidth. When you have more bandwidth, you are more confident. So, why are you afraid? Why? What thoughts run through your head? I'm like, oh, she thinks I'm a loser. I'm going to look stupid. They're going to judge me. Nobody actually pays any attention. Gentlemen, if you actually go out to like a, let's just say a dance club, like for instance, maybe a swing dancing club, where you meet lots and lots of women each week, you will be shocked by how many times you talk to a girl and then you see her again a few weeks later. Zero recollection of who you are. It's possible she could have even shut you down the first time round, and then you talk to her again. She doesn't remember who you are, and she says yes the second time round. That happens. Typically, it doesn't happen too often because I'm grumpy about them shutting me down the first time, but it can happen. And if you notice, the what are you telling yourself of why you're afraid are all related to false beliefs. They're not going to think you're dumb. They might think you were a little weird, and then they're going to forget about you. Most people are very compassionate towards others. You think they're going to criticize you as much as you criticize you, but how much do you criticize others? You see someone trying, you're like, ah, good job. You didn't do a very good job, but good job, you tried. That's the reaction that most people are going to have, if they even remember you for five seconds. But maybe it's not approaching anxiety. Maybe it's not asking for the sale anxiety. People have lots of different fears. So let's talk about a couple different ones. And this is actually an exercise I did, and I recommend you guys do it too. So for each of these categories, pick out two fears that you have for that category. So the first one is dating. And my two were not being good enough, I'm going to scare them off, and having to settle, be with someone I don't want to be with. Next category, marriage. My two fears are a sexless, unhappy marriage and divorce. Career, a inability to succeed, which is a complete direct fear of failure. And purgatory. I hate being bored. I'm bored all the time. Next category, life. My two are being trapped in a life that I don't want to live. And another failure one, not being able to succeed at business and having to go back to it being a employee and hating my job. Okay, so if you guys followed along, what did you just experience? It's probably not as big and as scary as you thought, because it's tangible now. You've written it down. You're like, oh, I mean, that's not that bad. Maybe you felt a sense of powerlessness. Maybe you can't control whatever fears you wrote wrote down. If you notice, almost all of these actually come boil down to a fear of failure. Like, I won't be able to succeed. So now, let's interrogate the fears. And let's go with the scaring them off, having to settle, essentially, dying alone at Every single person has that fear of dying alone. So first off, who filled your head with that fear? And what actions are you taking? You are definitely going to die alone if you spend all day in your apartment playing video games and sulking. But who put that fear in your head? Usually it's either some imperfect person or Satan. He wants you to be miserable. He's going to fill your head with all sorts of fun lies. So first let's admit what we're feeling you fear you're feeling anxious you're feeling that you're not gonna be good enough, you're going to fail you're gonna you you're afraid of dying alone. Where's that fear coming from? Probably from other people telling you you're not good enough and especially from yourself and Satan telling yourself you're not good enough. The next bullet point is a because I did this exercise the next bullet point is would your heavenly Father make you feel this way? Probably not. Next one. Does this feeling lift me or bring me down? Does this feeling match my identity? No, because I'm a very successful, charismatic dude who probably will not die alone. And here's the most important one. What is the worst that can happen? Oh, well, then I retire super young, and because I don't have any kids to worry about, I spend the next 40 years just relaxing and having fun. Ooh, so scary. And to be fair, we've talked about it in a previous episode of the, actually it might be a later episode, where life gets really lonely as you get older. But, what's the worst that can happen? I retire young, I get to party. Woo! Next question. So what? Are you going to let that outcome affect how you are operating in your life? How much meaning am I giving to it? And then how likely is it? Eh, the fact that I go out on a semi-regular basis and talk with many a women's, probably unlikely. I'm probably eventually going to find someone who I can marry. Next question is, if it does happen, can I recover? Well, the only, in this particular example of dying alone, the only way that that can truly happen is if you completely give up. And then what will happen if I do nothing about this emotion, this fear of the failure in that particular regard? You're going to self-sabotage. You're not going to perform You're going to be in your head, and your bandwidth is going to be all clogged up, so you're not going to be able to act like you. You're going to be acting like a weird alien version of you. And then lastly for this exercise, what's the best outcome of this? Well, you'll be happily married and enjoying life, and it'll be awesome. Are you going to just throw in the towel when you have that possible best scenario? I would hope not. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and, 6-1 since that matters, and, what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And yes, I understand. Fears of failure are a big thing. You will probably always be afraid. Work on it. So now let's round this episode out with talking more about the false beliefs side. What false beliefs do you have in business and dating? In those dark nights, you know what I'm talking about. What do you tell yourself? What does your little demons come out to whisper in your ear? We know they're not true. At least I hope you know they're not true. But at that exact moment, in those dark nights, it's really hard not to believe they're true. So I want you to actually take that dark night and use it. Write down all those little false beliefs you told yourself that night and work on eliminating them. To be honest, I'm not entirely sure how you can eliminate them, but how I've worked on eliminating a lot of them is just massive, massive action and brainwashing myself with years of motivational episodes. There's a reason why I put up Motivational Monday every week. Four years now. It's a lot harder to think crappy about yourself when Les Brown is yelling in your ear saying, I can do it. And let's talk about the ones you probably all have of, do you actually think you deserve it? Do you deserve to be wealthy? Do you think you deserve it? Do you deserve to be healthy? Do you deserve to be loved? Do you deserve to be successful in business? Do you deserve to be successful? Do you deserve to be happy? If you don't think you deserve it, then you're probably in a pretty tight pickle and you probably need to work on that. Correction. There's no probably about it. You definitely need to work on that. If you do not deserve, if you do not believe that you deserve to be happy, you might want to to go see a counselor. Because if you don't believe that you deserve to be happy or deserve to be successful, your actions, you will never succeed. Your actions will fail you. You will not be able to convince yourself to put in the work because actions follow belief. If you believe you deserve to be miserable, if you believe you deserve to be alone, and if you don't believe you deserve to be successful, you're not going to succeed. Trying to change your behaviors before you change your emotions or trying to change your behaviors or emotions before you change your beliefs is not going to work out. You're not going to be able to act confident if you don't think you deserve the girl. You can't get a good output from a bad input. So let's actually walk through another exercise real quick. So there's three variables. You can have a good input or a bad input with a true or false belief or bad belief, and you will end up with a good or bad reaction. So let's go with a good input. The girl smiles at you. If you have a bad belief about yourself, you're going to think she's making fun of you or that she's smiling at someone else or you might not even comprehend the smile. People who are in a really bad spot can't even tell that people are smiling at them. And so the bad result is you are sad. Now let's give a bad input. Maybe someone snaps at you. If you have a bad belief, you're gonna be like, oh, they must think I'm annoying. But if you have a good belief, it might be about yourself or just a benefit of the doubt deal. You might be like, oh, They must be having a really bad day. I wonder if there's anything I can do for them. The input doesn't matter. The belief is what determines the output. The stories we tell ourselves are all that matter. Belief creates perceived reality. So do your very best to interpret the world as positively and as wonderfully as you possibly can. Don't be naive. If someone is trying to stab you, don't be like, huh, maybe they're just having a bad day. But if your friend snaps at you, maybe you should assume they're just having a bad day. Ladies, maybe a boy asks you out. If you don't believe you're good enough, all that's going to result is anxiety. If you do believe you're good enough, you're going to be super giddy. Two different reactions to the exact same scenario. It's just at what you believe. You have to work on weeding your brain of all the false beliefs. You have to work on overcoming all of your fears. And as you do this you will be able to build and create better relationships. And with that, I will see you guys next week.